Here we go with another episode of Brevity Box. Welcome back. Brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Uh, we are recording this show at some point in the beginning of June. I think, I think it's the 5th, but I don't know. My brain is a little bit hazy. Uh, as usual, birthday I'm... Month. <laughs> is it your birthday month? When's your birthday? My, my birthday is the 28th. It does. Are you shitting me? No, I'm serious. You and Brooke have a birthday that's a day apart? Yep. That's why we're so cool. <laughs> I had no idea. Yes. What a burden. Now I got to buy two gifts, like, right at the same time. Oh, that's, you don't have I'm, to get me anything except for JJ. That's the only gift I'll ever ask <laughs> Coming right up. Yeah, okay. I, I can't. Send her a, no pet, send her a pet rock. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, as usual, guys, I am joined by the one and only Beck, 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 Becky with the good hair and my stutter. And Brando <laughs> over there in the onesie again. This time... Uh, I think it's just a straight black onesie. You going for the ninja look this time? Black is slimming, yes. Looks oh my good, gosh, man. Look you have felt. to get you have to get the one from Costco. That's a hoodie blanket. Have you seen that? Honey, I'm bougie, but I ain't that bougie. Oh uh, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. It will change your life. What You'll was the one from Thirty again. Rock called? What was the one from Thirty Rock called? Hey, Lemon, shouldn't you, sh- shouldn't you be off somewhere filling a slanket with farts? Yeah, the slanket. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It was the slanket. Oh, man. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We've got an interesting show. We're going to approach this a little differently. We have decided that in our uh, podcast assortment box, we're going to break it up into to random categories. And today we're going to start that with saying that I'm going to be here with a variety of random thoughts because, hey, that's what I do every week. Uh, Becky with sports, because that makes a lot of sense. And Brando with a very special segment called White Boomers. You okay? Which I'm interested. I'm interested to see what you say about White Boomers. But it'll be let's riveting. get going with my regular ass bullshit. And I have a question for you guys. I want to start off with, um, you know, I, I got caught up in watching all the EV release with the new Ford F-150 Lightning and everybody's talking about the cyber truck and all this other stuff. And we have a, you know, been talking about dating and doing this. And Becky, you seem like the kind of girl who likes a guy with a truck. Would I be wrong? Um, no. <laughs> so you, I, say you're, you're, on, I have a very related question. because I've thought about this before. Okay. Is, is the size of the truck indirectly proportional to the size of the penis? The bigger the well, truck, so the smaller the dick. Yes. Ooh, okay. Well, the bigger the lift or the bigger the truck? The bigger the lift. Yeah, the lift. Okay, I thought bigger the lift. I think it, lift is inversely proportionate to penis size. I got you. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, car, I'm not car savvy. I just know if it, if the car, if I have to like get a running start to jump in your truck, it's not going to work out for us. Yeah, but at the Period. same time, if you have an F-350 that never leaves the payment and never tows anything, what are you doing, man? Well, that's exactly doing? kind of what we're talking about, right? I mean, that's the whole yeah. deal, but to each their own, whatever. We're just like having fun at that expense. But so here's my question about these trucks. Um, first off, I, I mean, I, I do have that. I was one of those people that saw the the Ford lightning and, you know, you get excited, but it may, it seriously was one of the first thoughts in my head was for women who like country and cowboys and that, that image of guys in the pickup truck and, you know, all that good stuff. Do either one of these trucks 
make it move for you. I mean, you're the you're the one, Becky. If you're looking, if you're at uh, Cactus Moon, that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> oh, that, Jesus that, thanks Christ! Thanks for dating man. me. But say, let's whatever the equivalent of fucking the old Cactus the Moon Maverick. Country. That's <laughs> the Maverick. Be- oh yeah, better name. <laughs> Age, <laughs> just way better name, right? Yeah. Now, uh, I, so I, if I you're if close you're, to the Maverick, the the crowd is exactly what you think it is. Oh, now yeah, that I know that, I'll just come over drunk now. I'll just be like, Brando, I'll come get me and get, take me to McDonald's. Oh, you guys are going to be hanging out a lot. So seriously, though, the guy, let's say you're out on a date. The mm-hmm. guy picks you up. Give me both answers. Guy picks you up in a cyber truck. Um, is he a poser? Is he considered not a cowboy my, anymore? First, my question is, what is a cyber truck? Because I have no idea what you're talking about. It's the Tesla pickup truck. If you don't know what it looks like, don't worry oh, about okay. it. Move on to the next question. But like, it's like Google the it. Tesla. It like drives itself, kind of. It's got that feature, but you need to see this ugly thing. And if you're, okay, if you on. have the opportunity, you need to Google that right now. It looks I'm, like an I'm googling it right now. <laughs> Cyber cyber truck and it'll come up and you're going to be, you're going to think it's, I can't wait to hear your reaction actually. All right, Charlie, I'm going to go aviation nerd on you for a moment here, but a cyber truck looks like an F-150 and an F-117 Nighthawk. What the fuck? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So this is somehow, this is like now. Are you shitting me? I'm not shitting you. That's a real truck. Somebody it's, thought that this was okay to make. That is a very hot ticket right now, Becky. And I don't know. And the question is, okay, so now now do me a favor. Now look up the Ford F uh, Ford Lightning. The Ford pickup truck. And it, t- it looks the like electric, a truck. It looks like the electric a, pickup truck? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you, it doesn't okay. look like, yeah, it looks like a pickup truck, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. All right, so here that's the question, right? Uh, first off, who's that for? Is that going to be suburban? Like, you know what I'm talking about, that's right? That's suburban like, moms that want to be like, I'm the cool mom. So you think it's going to be a lot of Hummers traded in? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, like a lot for of that sure. kind of stuff? For sure. Yeah, I could see that. So Charlie, you, you don't take, here. it doesn't make it move for you. The, the, I mean, the any, any pickup, it. any normal pickup truck is going to make it move for me. Cyber because truck. I, not the cyber truck. No, that's going to be a hard pass for me. That's going to make me go from wet to dry in like 2.5. <laughs> Speaking okay. of 2.5 seconds, do you have any idea how fast that thing goes to 60, Charlie? The, I do. The, the F-150? Yeah, I do. Can you tell me? Uh, it's like 4.2. Fuck. Yeah, it's very look that it actually this is one of the thoughts that came in my brain when they announced it or they had a big press release for it. Of course, they had Biden do a, a clear shot where he gets in the truck and puts on his shades and like hits the gas and takes off. Right. And, you know, in and all over shows across the you know, whatever the news verse or tell the comedy verse, daily show, et cetera. Everybody's drawing the comparisons of, you know, Joe Biden driving this electric truck and speeding off to 60 in 4.2 seconds or whatever it is. I'm, I know I'm close. That's my and, and then of course the, the image of Trump sort of playing around in the fire truck. If you remember that <laughs> photo shoot, right? I do. 
And so this is the kind of thing that got in my head. I would be willing to bet that the man doesn't know how to drive Trump. And I'll tell you why. And then, and not any insult, right? Not, it's not like, I'm not like, I'm trying to say, Oh, what an idiot or something. I'm just saying that guy is one of those guys that says his first car was a limousine. Yeah. Right. And in New York, most of his life probably has never driven himself anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no slight against him. It makes perfect sense for a, supposedly wealthy person that spent almost their entire life. Well, even if it's just for the image, right? Let's say he was broke as shit. He would never be seen driving a car. That would be too. What is he a farmer? You know what I mean? (laughs) That would be sort of his thinking. He wouldn't think to ever be caught doing that stuff, like making his own food, making his own bed, washing his own clothes. He would never be that guy. But that's what caught in my head was Biden hits the gas and takes off like a it's to, uh, to the point where you're afraid the old man's going to hurt himself, right? Like, where, where he's going to where, pull a Richard Hammond? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, but the, the, the truck itself is, I mean, there's a lot. I'm not trying to get excited for the truck. It just, in looking at those two vehicles and looking at where electric vehicles were going, I just had these thoughts of what, what the new country music was going to be about, you know, how it was going <laughs> to affect like the songs the the album covers like i can't wait to see like whatever the it's the all few, still whatever the next the same <laughs> well probably but you know what about the next uh, uh old town road there's gonna be a dude ra- driving a cyber truck Jesus. right that's i'm just saying it's like <laughs> you're, you're getting into these areas where it's gonna be this whole new approach on it. And I don't know if I'll see uh, people using the cyber truck to, to actually like, like Ford intends for people to use the, the, their EV, their EV. They still want it to be a, a like a hauling work truck for which, G, as an option, which you know? may I say makes an incredible amount of sense. Cause with an electric vehicle, as soon as you put your foot down, all available torque of that engine's going to the wheels. There's no buildup to it. Right. No, no. I mean, the, the, everything I've read on it again, not to get too crazy. I thought it would be a funny exercise to just ask, you know, <laughs> if Becky made if it made a move and I'm glad to know. That's I don't a boner think, killer. I think this, the cyber truck is a boner killer for me. What if, what if he was driving a cyber truck while wearing cargo shorts? Oh no. Mm-mm. no. Not at all. Not at all. Not even close. Hard pass. All right. Hard, so, hard moving pass. On. Here's my next question pertaining to elect, uh, EV. Do you think the age of muscle is dead now? Muscle cars, are they gone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Give they it. are. What's going to wind up happening is the major manufacturers will still keep making their high-end stuff. I don't see Dodge stopping with the Demon or the Hellcat anytime soon. Ford will still make Shelby GT500s. I mean... The what Corv- are they, good- they, they totally did a massive redesign on the Corvette for the future. I, I don't see it going anywhere. I just see it becoming a more niche thing. M- will, uh, uh, muscle. Yeah, muscle. muscle. Yeah, the traditional internal combustion engine muscle car, because they will never be faster now than EVs. Yeah. Well, that's never. exactly my point. Like the, the, whole, the whole gimmick has, for a long time, has always been the quarter mile and drag racing and people would put a lot of money into the, the everything about it down to the wide body kit and mm-hmm. tires, all of it. And now p- 
people, I mean, and there's videos out there for people to see all over YouTube of a guy driving a, a middle grade Tesla and beating everybody at the drag racing track, like everyone. And, you know, super, super powerful let cars. Me, let me touch on that for a second. Can't, because I can't did, keep up. I did once come across a YouTube video of a stock model Y, I want to say, the, the SUV with the golden doors. That was on. That was roll racing a twin turbo Lamborghini Huracan, and the Lamborghini didn't overtake it until they hit like one forty. Wow, wow! And for anyone curious, there's a really great. If you don't believe that EVs can be performance cars, if you go to YouTube and search the Grand Tour Rimac R I M A C Drag Race you'll see some pretty crazy things in this segment of an episode. The three hosts had high performance cars of their choice. One of them had the new Acura NSX. Other had a high end Lamborghini Aventador. Was it an Aventador? I don't know. And the third one had a EV concept hypercar called the Rimac concept one. Oh, I've seen this car. Yeah. I think it's crazy. And, um, you know, they just find a, go to an airport drag race on the on the runway and to describe what happened is i'm, I'm going to quote one of the hosts he just says that rimac fucks right off because it made those other two cars look like they were standing still well it's just because of the torque scale i mean it's all it's, torque. it's not even all- the torque scale but literally every single horsepower that engine makes is going to your wheels as soon as you put your foot down yeah there's no loss of there's no loss of torque. There's no buildup of torque. It's not an arch, it's a straight line. I mean, people who buy million dollar Lamborghinis now, I mean, a two hundred thousand dollar Tesla just kills it in performance. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I just think that that's that's a that's sort of my was my thinking about it, right? Like now it's not like it doesn't matter who's got the loudest, fastest muscle car on on public streets. Like you said, it's going to be uh, really niche. Like really, I don't even know. I guess it's kind of like the old hot rod funny cars thing. Like that's not I love a those big deal cars. anymore either. Right, but they're they used like forty years ago. It was much bigger. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Well, we can't all walk into a car dealership these days with five grand in cash and order a Yanko Camaro, unfortunately. But well, EV kills muscle. God, EV <laughs> makes muscle obsolete. It doesn't kill it, but it makes it completely obsolete. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And here's the thing that so this is kind of my brain working from image to image, right? Like I think. I, I watched the Ford F-150 thing. I started reading more about EV and then I started thinking about muscle and just the look of the Cybertruck. The, it either looks like a, it reminds, the shape of it reminds me of like when you were, a, if you were a Boy Scout or a Cub Scout, they always had these box car racers. Pine Box Derby. Yeah, Pine Box Derby where you had to carve out your own car. Most cars that little kids carve out or dads carve out with them, they look like the cyber truck. It's just whittled, you know, down to these pointed, you know, spots and wheels all over it. That's the thing. It either reminds me of that or it reminds me of a UFO. And it looks like the cars that, that were in RoboCop. <laughs> kind of does. You're right. It does have those mid nineties Ford Tauruses lines. 
it does have some '90s for tourist lines. You're absolutely. It might be a. That's new like pro. when I Christ, when I looked why do it I up. Remember that's what that I was the cop, why do I remember that was the cop car they used in RoboCop? What the hell is wrong with me? Because you love RoboCop. Because it's, it's a cult so classic. good. It's, it's so a good, good movie. It's a great movie. Bitches leave. Great. Line. <laughs> so that kind of hit my head, and I started kind of. I finally started reading about uh, every. And Becky, maybe you're not aware of this, but so. Pentagon and people in the military air force, they're all, they're all acknowledging UFOs are real. And at the same time, they aren't saying that they're alien, anything. They're just saying that they're unidentified flying objects and they're Mm -hmm. real. And they're releasing this footage out there. Do you have a, anybody here have a UFO thing? You guys believe that these are aliens? Do you believe they're drones? Have you read up about it at all? I believe that they there are aliens out there. I mean, the universe is constantly expanding. How could we be the only thing? Exactly. But people, mm. hang on, everybody. Let's get a mulling tone in there. Here's mine. Mm. Mm. But I, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know where UFOs became synonymous with aliens, but X-Files. a UFO isn't missing. Probably the X Files. Yeah, probably X Files. <laughs> Damn you, David Duchovny. The the one thing keeping fighter jet aircraft from advancing any more maneuverability is the human body. You try and pull any more than nine G's, you're going to wind up having a bad time, but chances are, but a lot of these UFOs are, are hopefully American drones that can pull extreme acrobatic maneuvers. You hope so. You hope yeah. that it's just their way of pushing back from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, back in the day, morons with telephoto lenses would sit outside Area 51 and catch an image of the B-2 Spirit or the F-117 Nighthawk taking off for test flights at night. You said a bunch of masculine stuff there. You started saying numbers and fighter craft. So fun fun thing about, about me. Fun, fun thing about me since my dad did his time in the in the Air Force before I was born, but I grew up a bit of a military aviation nerd. I can't help it. Yeah, I'm not too far off from that. I mean, my say my stepdad though. It has gotten me in an actual yeah. Learjet simulator a couple times when I was young, and I have oh, flown wow. a Cessna before. I just didn't land it. I, I'm a huge fan of. It started with World War II aircraft. I mean, I think that I think that's in most a lot of guys that get into that. But mm-hmm. I want to know, uh, Becky, you were saying yes. something about UFOs. I didn't get to hear your answer. Oh, I'm just saying, uh, I, my stepdad it worked in, in defense for Boeing and, you know, you know, they're definitely a top secret things when they're interviewing like the 16 and 14 year old kids of this man for his, uh, clearance when they come in. Yeah. So I do believe that there is stuff out there. So there was a. A former project manager at Lockheed Martin Skunk Works that is responsible for a lot of high, very advanced fighter aircraft the military uses. Mm -hmm. I forget this guy's name, but in his autobiography, something he pretty much wrote is, if you can think about it, we already have a pretty damn good idea about how to do it. Yeah. I just like how my stepdad would always say, like, how is we would be like how is work? He'd be like, can't talk about it. And I'd be like, ooh, something's going on. 
something is going on. <laughs> so you know I've what? always been really skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that make, the thing that makes me laugh about those kinds of answers is there's only two possibilities in my in my imagination about that. Mm-hmm. Either that guy is like your dad and really works in a a top secret thing and is so like so intensely anxious about it that just he won't say anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's the one possibility. The other possibility is it's the most incredibly well thought out smokescreen for a dude who shut like sells women's shoes. <laughs> you know, like Al Bundy would come back and be yeah. like, "Can't talk about Can't it. Can't talk Tough about secret. what I do." Right. <laughs> like your, your kids grow up thinking that you're you're just this amazing hero with classified intelligence. And the whole time he's looking for a size seven, pump, <laughs> you know, for somebody. Yeah, that's that's the only two possibilities. But see, with, with my stepdad, he's got that sense of humor that it could have been both. And you just, you know, you just go with it. That sounds uh, like a really interesting uh, fucking story. He's the most interesting man. <laughs> we should really? have him on sometime. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him to bring the Dosekis. I'm uh, well. He really? doesn't drink. He doesn't drink. Uh, he crashed into a tree one time. It's a so bad, it's a really he... bad, far-reaching joke, Becky. Yeah, <laughs> the most interesting man in the world commercial bit. That's all. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so sorry about well, when that. You okay, when so you don't, when you don't drink, when you don't drink beer, you kind of don't pay attention to the commercials because it just makes me so sad. Look, it's, it's about me want. dating myself again because that was a few years ago. I might as well have just said at the cactus moon and really just brought it home. I mean, they did revive it for a while there and then it closed down again and now it's like accounting offices or something like that. And it just makes me think of the one time I puked in the corner there. So Yeah, for those poor Steven poor Steven Finance. Cactus yeah, Cactus Moon was a, a country western bar in uh tucson arizona for a long time and clearly i never really went there and i didn't give a shit about the place because i didn't know it wasn't there anymore and hadn't been there for a while and i hadn't (laughs) been there for a while so it makes sense but on wednesday nights they did have that hair metal cover band for a while oh yeah and that's why i knew about it It is from that Mm -hmm. because i mean that's everybody knew about that i mean that was i think that a lot of memories were had there by mitch mike all those guys yeah i was there with dave amanda and mike Several times. They used to have such good live music. They would have like up and coming artists. Those were the best things. And then they stopped doing that. Made me really Well, Tucson as a whole has a really good live music scene. Mm hmm. Yeah, like they, they do. I mean, and, and I I'm with you. I mean, if you, you have to get out there and find them a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the downtowns come a long way as far as localizing a bunch of opportunities for you to go out and see somebody play. But back back in the cactus moon day you actually had to drive around and fucking find them you yeah know? that's why i but, prefer like a little dive bar because you know they sometimes always have a good band like a good house band there yeah i like i like the the one every time you say dive bar shout out to the shelter in Tucson. i love Absolutely. the shelter <laughs> yeah Pour me a chili mint lemonade and leave me alone. I'll be happy in one of your dingy booths in the dark light. I love it. Delicious so, jalapeno garlic martinis too. I think in previous episodes we had talked about the uh, the credentials of Becky being a a straight up bad bitch, also known as a, a baddie. And so Becky, you know, Becky the baddie, Becky the baddie, and I think we're gonna go with Becky the baddie also with the good hair. 
Yes. But let's say Becky the Batty, the bad bitch with that good hair. I like that Ooh, a lot. I like that a lot. It's going to go on like my business cards. That rolls off the tongue. So yeah. over the week, we were actually supposed to record a few days ago and it didn't come together. And sometimes that shit happens. You have a good day or a bad day. And it turns out, Becky, you had a pretty shitty fucking day and we won't <laughs> yeah. get too deep into all those details. But in the midst of you telling us about your shit, crazy, bad day, you kind of just went by uh, a little fact. And Brando, I think you pointed it out right off before I did. Right. Like, it did just, I? yeah, because it just it just came out of her mouth like it was no big deal. Yeah, that's true. Like She was just telling the story. And, and let me I'll just tell you the way I remember it. And then I'm going to yeah. hand it off and you can tell me everything tell I whole, need to know. The about whole it. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> OK, yeah. so like this is, I'm, you know, bad day it has to do with being sick and having to deal with doctors and people. And we're listening or wanting to know what's going on. And in the midst of a bunch of details, she drops this like two sentences of like three nurses and two doctors tried to take my blood, but they couldn't find a vein. So I just had to do it myself. And like, literally there's a conjunction after those little sentences and she went on to other details and I couldn't get off of the, I drew my own fucking blood part. That part sort of stood out. Okay. So I'm hand it off uh bad bit Becky with the good hair. You gotta you gotta detail us on what please expand on that. So a few doctors oh, yeah. couldn't do it. Action, go for it. Okay, so well I have well, I'm a really hard stick. <laughs> No. <laughs> what um, is that? Okay, so that, um, a really hard, to, a really hard stick means that <laughs> not, not in not in real life in the medical world. I'm a really hard stick, which means that my veins are really hard to find. They're really little. Um, as nurses, we don't do the best job of hydrating, so they deal with that. But That's true. what turned into a routine doctor's appointment was supposed to be a routine doctor's appointment turned into like an all-day fiasco for me. And they're like, well, we need to draw some some blood from you. And I was like, okay, cool. I haven't ate anything in 12 hours. Like, we're doing good. Uh, the medical assistant. Yeah, from a shift, right? Yeah. The medical assistant comes in and she's like, okay, I'm here to draw your blood. And I like, I know I'm a hard stick and I know where my veins are. And I'm like, okay, well it's on my right arm. It's under this freckle. And I'm like in my, in that elbow crook, which is called the uh, AC. And I'm like, if you do it right there, it's deep. Just go to the, go to the right a little bit. And she's like, Ma'am, please don't tell me how to do my job. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm just telling you where my vein is because if you read my chart, I'm a hard stick. Like, even the doctor has written that multiple times. Like, it's, it's, it's a known fact in this office. And so she misses. And then I let her try again, which I probably shouldn't have. And this time she wants to try my left arm. And my left arm, I severely dislocated my left arm. So it is all fucked up in my elbow area. Um, Currently? uh, No, from, I used to do gymnastics and I I fell off the high bar and I landed the way you're not supposed to land with your hands behind you in front of you to catch you. 
and my my uh, my ulna bone shot up onto my shoulder and hooked onto uh, my shoulder. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's not a ugh. yeah. It took eight. <laughs> it took eight grown men and my mom laying across me to get it popped back in. So I my elbows well all fucked up, yeah. right? Just, so yeah, I just I just tell helpful. him like, don't draw, don't draw my blood from that arm because you're not gonna get it. Well, she tries once again from the place I tell her not to try. And so I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like, I wouldn't do this to my patients. Like, I wouldn't poke them more than two times. Can you please go get somebody else? And she, like, rolls her eyes at me. And I was like, I'm going to get you fired today. (laughs) Um, God damn. So then another medical assistant comes in and she tries and she's like, gosh, I'm the one that always gets the hard pokes. And I usually get them in the first poke. So now I'm like seven pokes in, mind you, seven. Uh, and the one, uh, the one no. nurse says to me, nope. she goes, mm-hmm. we're going to have to have the doctor do a arterial stick. And an arterial yeah. stick is where they stick it in, stick Ugh. a needle in your artery. And I was like, no, I, no, 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 no. I was like, I'll do it myself. And they're like, excuse me. I was like, the doctor knows me Uh, I have like a really great rapport with my doctor he pretty much lets me have whatever I want is he aware of your bad bitch status yeah well yeah he probably is as a nurse right he knows he's like he's like I'll call him and I'll be like hey can I get some prednisone and he's like you can have whatever you want I'll just write the script for you (laughs) okay now we're gonna start having to call nurse Jackie references for nurse Jackie (laughs) So he, so they like go to get him and I'm like, listen, doc, like, can I please draw my own blood? There's a really good vein in my hand. And he's like, you think you can do it? And I'm like, I know I can do it. I've done it before. And he goes, okay. (laughs) And so he hands me the butterfly. He's like, but this never happened. Wink, wink. And I'm like, so you're not going to charge me for my blood draw today? And he's like, no, 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 no. So I get the little butterfly needle and one poke in my hand. And mind you, I'm right-handed and I drew my blood with my left hand, which is Shit. pretty badass. <laughs> Jeez. And dude, I looked, I, I like uh, made contact with the first medical assistant. I made eye contact with her and I was like, who's the bad bitch now, Tina? Like, uh-huh. Did you do, did you do that little like, like that shrug? Yeah. You don't talk about that. Yeah, that, like that no, big deal. no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I was like, like front yeah. Butter. yeah, look at that. Yeah. Oh, listen, um, I just want to say you have bigger nuts than I do. <laughs> yep. 100%. 100%. You have the nuts in the room. I would have probably left after three sticks and been like, wasn't meant to be not going to happen. I would never, I would never try it. I mean, look, I know it sounds more more reasonable, I guess, if you have the kind of experience you do, but Mm -hmm. still man, drawing your own fucking blood. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of shit I expect to hear about like, uh, you know, you have those stories in the old West, like at the end of Young Guns 2, that rancher's wife kept the ranch going and became the first like successful cattle driving. You know what I mean? Right, like that, yeah. that's the kind of person, you know, like like she just got done building a house, shooing the horses, uh, driving in the steer. Oh, yeah. And I had to draw my own blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. I gave, <laughs> and I, I don't. Said. I didn't realize how big of a deal it was until like 
I told my mom and then when I was telling you guys about it, I was like, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal, but everyone's so impressed by it. And I'm just like, meh. The fact that you did it with your offhand is even more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, where's what's you got to be careful, though. You need to just retire after this because (laughs) I don't want to hear about the time where you managed to swing your own C-section. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, I was like, those doctors don't know. Just give me the fucking scalpel. Get this baby out of here. It just sounds like kind of rough neck shit too. you're going to drop on me. <laughs> you probably tonight. try. I can't, take it. I, I, I can't delay this anymore. Come on. Yeah. I have to see yeah, this you got, child. You guys are taking forever. <laughs> this is the That's next NFL legacy. Pull him out. Well, so, okay. Let's just go ahead and move in. Uh, I tell you what, let's take a quick break and take a listen from our sponsors and we will be back with Becky with sports, our sports segment. We'll be right back. You know, I I have obviously Becky, you're not scared of needles, but for anybody that is, I have found the cure to needle phobia. What's that? Being forced to have an ophthalmologist put a needle through your eye to get a vitreous fluid sample from near the back of it. Yep. Flu shot ain't no shit anymore to me. Dude, I, I, I don't know what part of the inside of my torso is connected to my nutsack. <laughs> that is the spot that hurt after you said that shit. I don't even know why that hurt, but you said needle eye and the core in my you torso. It's just your. You? It's like your fight or flight, and your nuts just kind of went up into well, your body. I mean, it's got, it's connected to the taint. Yeah. It's something in the core <laughs> and and connected to the taint because I felt transported, transported in fear. <laughs> I just want to. Say- you know what? You know what? I, I have an even better idea. Let's go ahead and have Mitch cut for commercial here. You've been listening to The Brevity Box, brought to you by Ruminations Radio Network. If you like this cast or want to find some other great topics, join me, Optimist, on the Retro Futurist Culture Podcast for great discussions on all things retro future. Check it out at ruminationsradionetwork.com. And we are back in the brevity box and ready to hear more crazy ass hard neck shit from Becky. But this time she's got some insight on sports. Becky, what you got? I deal with my own ingrown big toenails with a pocket knife, but I don't feel cool anymore. Becky just trumped me. Sorry. You're never going to feel cool when I'm in the room ever again. Probably not. And I'm okay with that. I accept that. I'm like the MacGyver of nursing. Yeah. You've got the big, big MacGyver or the MacGruber. MacGyver. Okay. So, Becky, what you got on sports? You were saying something about sportsmanship earlier that I thought was compelling, and it's something that I think think about from time to time. What's uh, well, what's rattling I around? Just, I being sick this last week, I've gotten a lot of time to watch, like a lot of the NBA playoff, and um, you know, I watch I watch ESPN on the daily, like all the time it's on, and. The running and you're a legit sports fanatic. Yeah, like you watch. I love all sports. Yeah, you watch hockey. You mm-hmm. you saw the the horrendous fucking knockout on the ice where that guy yeah. got taken out on the stretcher. That made you, my butthole pucker. That one looked sure. crazy. Anybody mm-hmm. who hadn't seen it, that one's rough. You've been watching that. You've been watching Lakers Suns, and you've been yeah following. I I've, I've been watching all of the basketball because I I love basketball. Period. 
And I think it's Man, been, you can help me get back into it. Though. I think it's, it's been, been such an interesting season because it was such a short break from the bubble to this season. Right. From the delay of last yeah, season. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued to see like who's going to who's going to be the new team champion. But what I was really, really disappointed with was the sportsmanship of not only the players, but the fans as well. Uh, okay, okay. Let's take tackle those one at a time. I mean, and specifically, like, what do you think in sportsmanship wise that come from? So I watching so growing up, we watched Michael Jordan, we watched Scottie Pippen, we watched Dennis Rodman, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal. Like Dennis Rodman out of like the 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 positive. You can't. Positive you can't. Thing. You can't He's because great. He's even amazing. though he in terms, was in terms of a role model, he was a baddie. He was my role model. <laughs> he, he's a great player. Okay, okay. Was, player. He, was he a good baddie? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, I apologize. But you would never see any one of those players walk off the court with five minutes and 42 seconds left in a game when they're down by 30. All of those players would be sitting on the bench supporting their teammates. You don't yeah, walk off the court. I'm kind of surprised the that New Orleans Saints didn't stay on the field after the Minneapolis Miracle. but that's a separate topic but that's true too like growing up it was you stay on the field you practice good sportsmanship you shake the hands of the people that won and you know you work it makes you work harder it gives you something to work towards not being a baby and walking off the court and crying that you have a high ankle injury when there's other players on the court playing with the shoulder contusion or like Playing with much worse injuries, you don't find out until after the season. You know what I'm saying? It just it right. bothers me that kids these days are looking up to those athletes when there's so many other good athletes that don't get the spotlight because they don't have the money. In my eyes. Well, and they don't they don't they don't have that clout, right? I mean, you're, yeah. you're, I know you're talking specifically in this example about LeBron. Yeah. I refuse so, to say his so, name. Okay, okay. I, I'm he's, no, like I am. He's I am Voldemort now. Yeah, I am absolutely disgusted with that. You man. could just you could just refer to him as the only, the only amusing part of that movie Trainwreck. I wouldn't even say oh, that. Oh man, I don't know. It was pretty funny. John oh, Cena. Yeah, like John, Cena. John yeah. Cena. John Cena. John Cena was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was hilarious. I, I yeah. Think that, he wants to fuck you. <laughs> But I'm just, I don't know, it just hurts my heart to see, because I love the game so much, and I love, like, you know, I love a Cinderella story, I love a a Dynasty story, I love all the stories, but to know that there are kids watching and looking up to athletes like that, and watching them walk off the court, what is that going to make them into when they grow up as athletes, like... Well, I think that, that, so what occurs to me about that is, I already find it, I'm not a fan of that kind of move, Mm -hmm. but I I have to believe, and, and I mean, I mean, fuck, if I had to give a reason, if I were a betting man, I would say, if you're not LeBron James, if you're not one of those guys, a Steph Curry, uh, LeBron, um, I mean, I'm, there's just a handful of those players, but LeBron is like the one and only 
It'd be like Tom Brady, right? There's mm-hmm. a set. There's a certain. Uh, well, Tom Brady impact. does it too. Oh, I agree, but yeah. I'm saying that those guys, those guys have such clout. They're so they're they're already looked at as the goats of their respective sports in in some capacity. When they do something like that, it's different than if some guy who's been doing it for four or five years does it. They they wouldn't need you, you know you, we might be bothered about it, but they would be able to kind of it wouldn't affect what other players do. Yeah. LeBron does it, and other players, even young players, before we even get to kids. So it's yeah. like my concern is with his amount of influence, he does something like that. And look, I mean, I guess we're all human, right? Everybody has a breaking point, but I mean, the guy's got. We're all human, like but he's on a huge he's I mean, on yeah. a huge stage. When he put himself in that spot. Yeah. And he's 100%. like he's like, Oh, I'm this uh what do you call it? Not an influencer. Um No, I get you. He's yeah. like a commute like a, a public he considers himself yeah. and offers himself up like a public servant. Yeah. So he put himself on this pedestal. And I feel like when you do that as an athlete or as someone that you're you know, stepping up so that the community looks up to you, you have a huge responsibility to be not a shitty person. Yeah. And as a fan, I'm not, I mean, I, I agree with you 1 million percent. And I do think it would bother me um, if I didn't see, like as a kid, I loved Barry Sanders mm-hmm. and I mean, love Barry Sanders, but I liked his, like, I thought that just straight up when he would do something amazing put it in the end zone and then immediately run to the ref and give him the ball yeah and no 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 in your face no yeah no dancing no shoving no, it in yeah. well I, I don't mind I you know like, watching i don't mind exuberance even, if, even when he was running it down the vikings throw. i know right i, I mean i, I mean even i don't mind celebration and stuff it's not like that i i don't i'm not a fan i should say i'm just not a fan of like putting it in somebody's face. And I know that I'm not saying one thing or the other. I'm not trying to say one's right or wrong. I'm not a fan of that particularly. Barry yeah. Sanders was one of those guys who I felt was, uh, a, you know, good sportsmanship was prime for that guy. Like he let yeah. his numbers and shit do the talking and that, mm-hmm. that spoke to me as a good example. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know about, um, I'm disappointed about it being the way LeBron is. It's not the same as like, when Deion Sanders hit, it wasn't the same. I mean, he, that was part of his whole show. That was his prime spiel. time, yeah, right? Prime that was his time, spiel. Yeah. It, was, it was his brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. It was always consistent. It was prime time was his brand, and it was just yeah. you knew that's what a hundred percent. That's what you were getting the whole time. Right. Was the showman? LeBron doesn't isn't playing a character. Mm-mm. So Becky, I have, I have a question yeah. for you. We we touched upon this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. When you were listing off the names of athletes, you listed Jordan, Pippen, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Now, do you think we would look at some of those athletes the same way if they were playing in the age of 24-hour news coverage, social media, and Twitter? Ooh. That is a good because question. Because that, that, that's, that's giving us a potential insight to what they might truly be like. And I bring that this is, up because- That is a good question. And I, the reason why I bring this up is a long time ago, I fell down a weird rabbit hole about stories about how Michael Jordan is a m- incredibly competitive, megalomaniacal sociopath. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. it just, it's like, if that, I mean, if, if he were playing now, or back then, if we that had the same sort of social media, that, would right. we still look at them the exact same way? I, mean, I, would, look at Lance, I, I look, honestly, look at Lance Armstrong's fall from grace. I honestly want to think so. I just think that the, that's the kind of people they were. Like, well, but it's a, right. The question is, did we get we got hustled as kids, right? We, yeah, we got marketed a really good image that we believe, and maybe that's right. all you can hope for. You hope to find the one or two good guys, and then the rest of them are. Well, then it all but, comes out you know. too. Like when you're an adult and you hear about <laughs> like what NFL player was it that was inviting hookers to the other team's I mean, hotel room, like or is oh, those your, stories. Your or you read about the Minnesota Vikings having that love boat full of strippers on Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe the I, I waters believe, of uh, Lake Minnetonka. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that athletes are like really great people. I'm not I'm not trying to say that, but No, I, I know that. But, I know that. I know but that. when you're placed when you're placing yourself on that pedestal and like, you know, like there's young kids watching and like just just be better. Be a better human. Uh, I'm I'm with that message, and I I I think that that's the right thing to say, and I agree with you. I think the thing that I Brando's kind of alluding to, and I probably think I agree, is worst case, it was real, or like worst case scenario, it wasn't ever real. We bought into like the couple of guys that were genuine, and the rest of it was like right. lack of exposure because no social media True. and good marketing and good yeah. like being on on stage and and then uh, now there's less attention given to that kind of influence. I'd like and to think in my heart of hearts, like it. in my good heart, I'd like to think they'd be the same as they were. I think they were I admire, a lot more. Of I think I admire. I just admire them so much that character it i admire would, character yeah too. it would yeah devastate me and i don't want to think about that <laughs> can i tell you one no, of the I'm... funniest things i've ever heard from a a athlete yeah so the reason why i learned about that minnesota vikings love boat incident was fred smoot used to do like ask me anything things threads on reddit and whatnot uh-huh and someone asked him about that incident and he went into some pretty great detail including Bryant McKinney going down on a stripper on the houseboat in an act that he referred to as running through the okra patch. Oh my God. That Fred Smoot's a funny guy. Yeah, but it's it's like so cool to hear those stories like after the fact when they're not when they're out of the spotlight and you know they're they've handed it down to the next generation of people like those are the best stories to hear. Well, yeah, it's a, again I heard one of those Michael Jordan stories, and again I had no idea how true they could possibly be, even though it wouldn't surprise me. But for a while, Jordan hating Pippen because Madonna was fucking him, and not because Madonna was fucking Pippen, not Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you watched The Last Dance? No, I don't have Netflix these days, but I I, I should sign back up because I, I, I have it. I bought it so that I could have it forever. Oh, if you can it's, buy it, I'll look in. I'll look in. The oh, Brando, yeah. seeing you all of like when you were talking, I thought you were going to say you had watched. Yeah. Like, the example you gave about Jordan being a, a maniacal. Because you see it all through the last dance. You see right. It. I mean, it's it's like I thought you're the end of that sentence was going to be and it was proven in the last, last dance. dance. Like, I thought that was going to be where you ended it. I but really he makes did. no apologies for it. 
either. Well, I mean, he got, he he accomplished what he wanted to, right? Yeah. I mean, he he went in, he got it done. He got titles and he was respected by the fans. And that's that's the other thing that I wanted to touch on too, is like. Respected by the fans because we had no idea at the time. Yeah. But with this like bad sportsmanship shown by the athletes, I feel like it's rubbing off on the fans because two different games I watched and the after show, you can see fans throwing water bottles at like Kyrie Irving. They were throwing popcorn. It's just, it's not. Okay. I don't know. I mean, that stuff, I, I, none of that stuff's Eagles okay. Fans once through D cell batteries at Santa Claus and they're the only team in the NFL to have a jail cell in the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Okay. I mean, that none of it's okay. I think that, that's always been a thing. And yeah. I think when you've got, when things are going the way they should, all those things are kind of tempered down. I, mm-hmm. I really, you know, we've touched on it a couple of different episodes about um, how people are just kind of getting used to getting out into the world again. And I think some of that aggression from the audience and look, maybe from the athletes too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm not, believe me, it's more fun to, point at lebron and say he should have known better and he probably should have known better but the like you were saying the the two seasons being close together mm-hmm. the scheduling of everything i think every I, I said this to to my wife today i was like i think everybody's just coming to terms with the fact that we all lost a year yeah and you know it's like true. really weird ways yeah i mean i just feel like we uh, like whether they want to look at it one way or not like it feels like we're all just like fuck we lost a year and that there's this crazy psychology going on with that you know because mm-hmm. you i think a lot of people have pent up whatever and are just can't control themselves you know what i mean like you, yeah it's it's like they don't know how to deal with some of those highs and lows right yeah. like they used to be able to manage it but now they're like what am i feeling throw the popcorn throw the fucking no, you're, you're, go you're home and throw the water bottle at your wife no i'm just kidding <laughs> there's actually in the uh, lately so far this year been a noticeable uptick in airline passenger incidents since people have started traveling again Ooh. people are getting on airplanes acting a fool i think Delta's no longer serving booze in certain classes on certain flights makes sense that or just not serving booze at all people forgot how to people they did they did forget how to people i i mean i'm saying i especially for a city like new orleans where tourists are kind of flooding the area really quickly and you know it's one of the it's one of the few places you can drink and walk around in the open like it's a very common joke here Mm -hmm. when you ask a local how far something is they'll tell you in terms of beers like they'll say oh that's a four beer walk (laughs) you know because you're going to be stopping along the way getting a new drink while you get there people are are going nuts here because they're just happy but i'm not sure they remember how to do that in a a reasonable non-chaotic way like all that shit's just kind of eking out little by little. Any, any, you know, whatever you got to say about that. Now, the, yeah. you said something about uptick in airlines. If only we had the data to see if there was an uptick in aggressive automotive accidents since everybody's been back on the road lately. I'll look into this. Yeah. You should look into that. I have resources. I'm curious now. Because I've seen a lot more aggressive road behavior 
And when you said that about the airlines, that's exactly what I thought about is just, you know, I, I mean, I've just seen it around New Orleans has been a pretty jam packed bumper to bumper city uh, since everything started opening up. And there is for sure much more aggressive driving out there. I mean, there always has been, but it, it seems at least to me like it's a lot of people ready to re- ready to be a, a road raging in, in a heartbeat. Damn Karens. Damn Karens. Let's <laughs> um let's uh let's take another break before we get into Brando's segment uh, about white boomers and seeing if they're doing all right. Except th- this time I think we're going to do like a cold ad read and I'm going to do this by saying something about one of the shows we have on the network. The Ruminations Radio Network is a collaboration of many different podcasts that essentially are about uh, remembering and reminiscing and ruminating on the things that we love, the things that brought us joy. One of our shows is called The Old Metal Bar Steward, and it is hosted by uh, a really interesting, uh, outspoken person from the UK. And everything in this podcast has to do with the world of metal, the world of the music of metal. And he brings it every episode. And it's been one of the crazier things to see this because uh, anybody here a metal fan? Becky, I know your country. You you ever listen to any metal? Oh, I listen to all kinds of music. I like metal. All right. So you're good enough. Metal, Motorhead, things like that. Brando, you metal fan? Oh, yeah. I had my big metal things when I was younger and I still enjoy it. Okay. All right. So. You know, obviously you want to get the attention of anybody who's interested in the subject matter and everybody out here is trying to build subscribers. What uh, what Neil, bar steward Neil, and his show Tombs have randomly brought to the front door of what we've been trying to build here is just uh, astonishing. And I want to show some cred and I want to spotlight the guy and tell everybody they should really check out the show. And don't take it from me. What you should take it from is D. Snyder. And I, I feel completely free to say this. And I mean, obviously, you got to know who I'm talking about, right, Becky? When I say oh, D. Yeah. Snyder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. he told everybody Gore, knows. He told Tipper Gore in front of Congress, I believe, to go fuck herself. That's yes. my own interpretation of the events. But rock legend, twisted sister, look into it. And this guy on his own randomly posts that he's really into the show really into tombs and recommending anybody that's on his Twitter, following his Twitter account to check it out too. And I think everybody who's listening now should too. Isn't that dope as shit? Mm -hmm. And I am so jealous. (laughs) I don't know who I would, uh, I don't know if, I mean, I don't think there's any chance D Snyder is ever going to listen to my show, but I think it's pretty amazing. You never know. You never know. Maybe he's checking out the rest of the network. He could see the title of this one and be like, Drying her own blood, and that could be your in. That's metal, you know, straight up. That's some no, sort of it, Alice Im- Cooper shit right there. It's metal <laughs> AF. And look, props to Neil. It's been one of those moments where we totally stoked about it and posting it on IG and trying to draw attention to it. And it's just evidence that the guy is putting on a great show, and uh, and it's it's being it's great to have him uh, as part of the collaboration. And that's the whole idea. You check out his show, you check out the network at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. And you check out the rest of the shows that are part of this uh, network that we have going on. So I just wanted to do a cold drop for a, a show I'm a fan of, and I encourage everybody here to check it out. All right, moving on to our next segment about white boomers. Brando, are they okay? I can't wait. I'm excited. 
I don't know. So you two are far more interesting than I am. So I think we're gonna have to start focusing this podcast more on YouTube and just letting <laughs> me have my and letting me have my Andy Rooney moment at the end here. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell people what the Andy Rooney reference is from. Oh God, I am getting old, aren't I? Uh, Andy Rooney was just some just some old dude at the end of sixty minutes on CBS that would just <laughs> summarize everything. Nonsensical. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I just uh, went to the grocery store recently after work and uh, in, in the evening, and I just ran across this this weird white person. And it, it, I, seriously, white boomers, are you guys okay? The reason why I ask is because this was on June 2nd, so second day of Pride Month. The first thing I noticed this person wearing is an ice... I heart LGBT shirt. Cool. All right. Good for you, old man. And then, but you get a little closer as we're starting to cross paths in the aisle and you see below it, LGBT apparently stands for Liberty Guns, Beer, and Trump. <laughs> Sorry. That's not funny. And I just <laughs> kind of taste bile in my mouth for a moment. But um, I just, I, Somebody I, again, actually made wait, wait. that shirt. <laughs> okay. 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 So let's, 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 uh, let's back up. Right. Who's the demographic? Like, what what is the guy doing when there's like, you know, you know what? I mean, you got to think he knew his audience, right? We need to I mean, know ha- what where do you buy that? <laughs> where do you buy? Do you get that shirt as like a free extra add-on when you get your MAGA hat? Is that just something they give away? Maybe they do a buy two get one free at the. Trump he ordered store it. He ordered it know. on Etsy, guys. On Etsy, get it, get it, get it now while it's hot. Only available during Pride Month. But I, I, I got to continue describing this person. Just to give yeah, you kind please of tell idea me what were they wearing. Of, tell me more about the, it. The people. What aisle? What aisle they're in? What did they have in their hands? It was condiment aisle. I don't remember what he had in his hands. I just thought but you said condom aisle, and I was like, wait, we got to get back to why were you in the condom aisle? <laughs> no, no. If it's condiment aisle, I guarantee you, it, it was uh, probably not salsa. Go ahead. No, definitely not salsa. <laughs> but. So yes, the the LGBT shirt, um, just a pair of cargo shorts and flip and you know <laughs> flip flops. But what what annoyed me the most out of all of it, pretty much on par with the LGBT shirt, is uh, apparently the guy thought that the cartels were going to descend on us at any moment because he decided he needed to carry a full size Glock in an outer waistband holster to the grocery store, two extra magazines. So the guy's walking around with about 50 rounds of ammo on him. Wow. And then what also annoyed me even more is on his other side of his hip was a karambit combat knife with the handle facing the wrong way. And as someone that does little martial arts, that annoys me for multiple reasons. But, I mean, and in Arizona, you don't have to have a concealed carry permit to do that. We have constitutional carry. You can just do it. Yeah. I have mine in case I get stopped by the cops. It's like, here, hey, the FBI's done a really thorough background check on me. I'm cool. And it lets me bypass the background check when I'm actually buying a gun. But I honestly think the only reason someone does something like that is just, you know, to troll the libs. Well, right, as is evidenced by the shirt, right? Like, I mean, the guy. I'm also, I'm also willing to bet his dick was so small that his fupa enveloped it. Yes. <laughs> I'm, 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 that's I'm, the first I'm, I'm just, thing. That's the first thing I thought of. 
dick size. Yeah, yeah and, and, and just to complete this, I don't know if the sandals made it more difficult for him to walk or whatever, but he was doing oh. that diabetes waddle down the uh. aisle where, you know, he's about a month away from losing a foot. Yeah. Is this a big dude, too? He's a bigger a big dude. dude. And I'm not trying to fat shame. Look, I'm a bigger dude as well, but I can walk like a normal human being. No, 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 no. He, he, were his he's, feet, uh, did you look at his feet? I just, no, I... I saw I him from a distance. At, I saw him I from always, a dick okay. at first. Becky, so I just, Becky, that's why bro, I code, bro code is very clear on the matter of feet. Men do not directly at gaze men's at feet. other men's feet. Oh, okay. We sort of catch them in a glance. Or if they're wearing really horrible shoes, like. we give them a, uh, we give Probably them a, what are those, fungus. right? Yeah, he, he's, he's one of those little cartoon dudes about to jump out from underneath that toenail. <laughs> No, man. I mean, look, I, I gotta, think you're no, right. I, I, I got to continue because it gets even worse. Please Master, do. Oh, was, Master gross. editor might appreciate this as well because he might know what I'm talking about. And it wasn't also the fact that he was just carrying all this, but it was doing it very unsafely in a super cheap and shitty Amazon nylon only holster that had no retention to it. So literally anybody could walk up behind him and snatch his weapon. Mm. People like that. Typically are the ones to die first if somebody comes in a store wanting to do some dirt. So why make yourself a target just to own the libs? Well, it's not it's not just to own the libs. It's he's advertising like he has look, a small dick. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, that's the joke. That's a punchline. But the, the reality for me is that he's wearing all the stuff. He's wearing the uniform to put out a signal that he wants you to know about him. And the thing that that bought like, I mean, look, I don't. At the end of the day, I don't really give a shit that somebody might want to open carry a weapon. I just don't understand. I just roll my eyes. Right. I don't relate to the why part. And so here's the thing. You tell me the guy's a bigger dude and he's carrying a big ass fucking gun and uh, extra magazines and you say it's nylon. The first thing I think is he didn't want the nylon's more comfortable. Otherwise, it leaves like a chafing mark. No, no, no. it's like 20 bucks. That's why. I'm just saying it was probably harder because it hurt. You know, and all of these, you know, pro America. I love Trump people. Why the f- fucker couldn't even buy something American? Ouch! Right, it's made, where was it? Ty, where was it made? Austria. <laughs> he picked. He picked that place for. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know either, man. I don't know why the latent. That to me screams. Uh, what is that community of uh, incels? Right. That mm-hmm. seems like incel you know everybody's gonna know i'm pissed off at the world it's, and it's, it's the red crossbreed of the incel and the amosexual the amosexual <laughs> i love the amosexual you gotta define amosexual just someone that's way too into their guns and does the open carry dumb shit and also wears a lot of apparel featuring logos of weapon manufacturer weapon or animal manufacturers and probably has the stickers on their vehicle making them a target in oh so many ways you want to get your car broken into <laughs> throw a glock sticker on the back window well okay, okay here's here's my th- okay so here's another thing that i think about right it's like a, i'll a save my rant jacket. about car stickers for next week no no yes. no I'll, I'll hear i want to hear about car stickers but yeah, check yeah, this out like i mean it's like a it's like a cert, uh coat and tie or dress shoes like there's like a space where i would think oh i better wear my coat and tie or i better wear that nice pair of shoes and pants that i have or whatever i the thing that gets me is it's not that i don't know that there would be places where somebody might think you know what i'm going to keep this on me 
Maybe, and, and there's probably a lot of things I'm not thinking of where that makes sense. Where it doesn't make sense is a fucking grocery store. And I think about it like if I were writing, uh, if I were pitching a television show to both of you mm-hmm. and I said, all right, opens scene. The whole show is about our main character who is about 50 pounds overweight and is, uh, you know, instead of telling you what this guy is, I'm just going to tell you how he chose to dress going to pick up a few extra things at the grocery store, some condiments and uh, milk and half and half. And he put on his LGBTQ shirt two days into Pride Month that says, you know, he's trolling. Funny shirt if you're not trying to be a dick. If you're a retard, and, yeah. And, you know, and then decides to strap cargo shorts and sandals <laughs> and this T-shirt. <laughs> and the real, like, like, strappy old dad sandals. Oh, God. Like the Tevas? Yeah, it was Tevas. That's oh, what they are. Oh, oh no. Oh, so, so look. Tevas with socks. Okay, so here's the thing. If I pitched you this show and what, you know, this is a guy who is dressed in T-shirts, cargo shorts and Tevas, but he's got 50 rounds of ammo and a giant hand cannon on his hip and a fucking knife on the other side. I not, mean, a, not a hand cannon, just a full size pistol. But you get my point. Like, why are you wearing it to the grocery? Like, Criminal wh- you know, it, that's, that's, that's what I'm my saying. Brain went. <laughs> Yeah, if I start telling you about this character, you think Criminal Minds, NCIS, you think it's something where they're finding bodies and following the trail to Fat Bastard. Yeah. You know? That's where my brain went. I was like, that sounds like Criminal Minds. And not to sound like a massive hypocrite, and you know, to sound like a slight hypocrite, I was carrying (laughs) as well. But it was in my pants, covered by a shirt. Well, and so this is kind of that I that I intentionally bought because it breaks up the outline of that pistol in my waistband. And the reason I do that is because people like that freak me out because they're probably into that QAnon shit. But you're but you're my kind of gun owner, Brando, because I know that you've gone through I know you have gone through the education of knowing how to handle the whatever you've got as far as your guns of choice and what you like, what you carry. I know you've got your license, your concealed carry license. Like to me, that's there's something to that where that's a different animal than the guy who wants to show it off. Yeah. The guy who wants to get the reaction. Like that's the part that makes me not feel comfortable with the person who's responsible for what that is. It's a pretty, it's a pretty simple thing. In my opinion, every day you're going to leave your house with either your ego or your gun. Which one are you taking that day? Well, that guy's taking his Tevas and his ego. He wants mm-hmm. to put it on his big ass and go buy his fucking bullshit. I, I don't, you know, again, that's what I would laugh about when I would be in Home Depot. But again, Home Depot seems like that guy's probably doing something else. They might need it and just has it on his hip. But it wasn't a dude in shorts, right? Like, it still just seemed, why are you carrying, we're buying two by fours. Like, what are these two things don't go together? But there, there's there, there's a time and place for it. If I'm out in the desert with some people and we're having a little fun shooting targets, chances are a couple of people are going to have weapons on their hip because we're in the that middle makes of the sense desert. To me. No one's yeah. coming to help you. That makes sense to me. Can I camping, can I hiking, something? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. In like a just a different point of view. Do you think a lot of a lot more people carry here to like? those kind of places because of what happened in the past at a grocery store in Tucson? It is quite possible. Wow. I have, I, it, it is possible. 
I think Arizona's always been sort of a cowboy kind of place, though. Yeah, but what, I mean, like a again, small, I, I, like a small hero complex, like thinking, like, oh, how could that happen here when everybody, you know, open carries or whatever, it, it, and it, that here, still here, happened. Here's, here's the thing about people. Like, here's the thing about people like that, though. When the cops show up, how do they know you're the hero? Right, exactly. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. from from that person's like, just thinking of a different point of view, because I always play like a devil's advocate. And again, when I'm, I judge I'm, people harshly, <laughs> like, I'm looking at ways I things I think about when I what I carry. And yeah, I mean, I'm not a hero. Option one is running shoes. Yeah, but that guy like that guy could come across as like, you know, he just seems like the guy that would carry himself that looks to try to be the hero. Well, here's the other thing, though, how it, it's more of a concern it's not only just a concern for police that show up mm-hmm. my but it, think of the south park episode of this where half of the crowd pulls out a gun and you don't know which of them are good or bad right and you got and you got uh you know troll uh you know who shrek over here is trying to <laughs> make a public statement about his disgust to the world and that he's ready to deal with it in his own way mm-hmm. i mean i'm not trusting that guy to know in a moment's notice, I don't trust his heart. I'm not trusting him either. I'm not trusting him yeah. either. I'm just saying, yeah. like, do you think, do you think the history plays more into normal people who wouldn't normally carry, carrying now? Chances, I don't, chances I don't, are someone like that dude doesn't give a shit about a Democratic congresswoman being shot. Right. Well, not only that, but just since then. a different then, perspective. No, 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 I, I think it. you were accurate. I, 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 what I was going to say is I think the kind of people like surely you're right. There's probably people out there that are motivated by things like that. But mm-hmm. I would venture to think that the individual that's motivated by that, which is fairly prudent. Mm-hmm. I don't think that person is trying to show. I think it's more like Brando. You're going to have that person with a concealed license that's gone through some courses and a lot of practice with it and you know he's they're thinking defensively they're not trying to 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 i don't know what the i don't know what the goal is of wearing a big gun to the grocery store is i don't really believe that dude thought of it that way i think guys like that are in some sort of weird group think that's got its core attached from the bottom of their asshole directly ethernet <laughs> plugged into 8chan and it just yeah i think that group think is where those guys are and that's a hundred percent an assumption i i'm sure there's probably a, a more than a few people with good reasons out there as part of what they do okay i still don't fucking get it if you're running to the store for mustard i, I don't think i go back into the house because i forgot my two extra magazines and gun. To, hey, what if it's like 11 o'clock at night and you got to get that mustard from Grant and Alvern on grocery store? I wait I till mean, tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, maybe just the one magazine, Brando. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like it, it just, at some point there's an absurd nature to it. And by no means, I don't think anybody here is saying nobody should own a gun. Nobody's saying that, but no, uh, you know, I I just think it's totally reasonable that I would feel better if there was like maybe like a little pink unicorn sticker you put on your gun to let everybody know that you trained 
You know what I mean? Like a little, little, <laughs> thank you. My Richard. little pony sticker or something. <laughs> really, something really stand out so they can be like, oh my God, that fat bastard troll who's making a real ass. Oh, but he's got the My Little Pony sticker. At least he knows how to he's handle it. He's good. He's good. Yeah. I mean, I don't like his statement or his trolly asshole attitude, but I feel comfortable that he's taken the necessary courses to get that My Little Pony. What about My you Little know? Pony is comforting to you? <laughs> I just think it would make me laugh, you know, or like if they rebirth the Care Bears. Sesame Street you know? characters on, yeah, the, on I mean, your just gun. something funny. No, <laughs> For the different no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So hang on. If do I saw do, Oscar do, the Grouch I, on a gun, I'd get scared. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. So if, can I get different Care Bear stickers if I go to a class for, say, pistol, shotgun, or, AR, or, or, or a carbine? Yeah, One you should get like multiple set different Care Bears for each. You platform. should get like pistol Care Bear great. and like shotgun Care Bear. <laughs> Brando's gonna be the dopest pimp in the grocery yeah. store with a bejeweled handle on his pistol. Yeah, that's he's just all covered like, in Care Bears. He's all like his line on Tinder is gonna be check out these Care Bears. <laughs> it's gonna be blinding. He'll just like lift. <laughs> he'll lift the side of his shirt, and the gleam will come out of it like the briefcase from Pulp Fiction, and people just be like, oh. And just bask in its grandeur he just, while he, he has somebody with a flashlight follow him around, and like he stands in the middle of the grocery store aisle, and we just click the flashlight on, and he twirls. That's oh, there, oh, there, there's a flashlight on it. There's a flashlight no, I mean it. like to make the make the rhinestones, justice. yeah, to make the rhinestones look like a disco ball. It well, it strobes so we can get the disco yeah. thing going. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's beautiful. That's all I asked. That's for. so funny. Uh, Brando, I think you're right. That's a definitely somebody who's I wouldn't not have given okay. it too much more thought about, aside from being just typical old boomer, white Arizona weirdo. But How old do you think it, this guy was, was? Probably late 50s, early 60s. Uh, and again, which means with the he was way probably he was 40. <laughs> probably. But it, again, it was the combination of the shirt and the gear that just bothered me. Dude, that just sounds like that's just not a really good image that you're painting for me, right? It's like when you see that one sixty-year-old that, that, woman. That, that knife on his hip looked like a fucking twenty-dollar Amazon karambit as well. No, the one I keep in oh, my no. pocket that fits in my coin pocket cost me a lot of money because it's made out of good steel and actually works. This has all been a plug for Brando's taste. Something I can talk, talk with needs, talk to Mike. Go to go see Brando. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, just buy a CRKT provoke and don't give it a second thought. I know letters too, man. Coming like next on ne- coming next on Rumination like Radio, Brando's Gun Talk. Brando's Gun Talk. Podcast. Are red that. dots on pistols <laughs> real or bullshit? Find oh, out man. More. I, I I would love to hear the sound drops from that show. Just <laughs> Okay, look, I can't wait to hear I just any want of that. that I, just I just want that one, the ratatata, that one. That's all I ask for. I just pull a bunch of sound effects from the movie. Oh, like, like when the kids would do that shit on TikTok. Ratata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only one I want to hear. Can you imagine? <laughs> We're going to get it. We're going to get it. We got oh, a soundboard. Yes. That's going to be one. We're going to get it. Yes. We're definitely getting it. We got to put that shit in here. Oh, man. Brando, thank you. That was great, great work, yeah. great investigative work. Can I yell Don't at another clap. type? Of, can I yell about another type of person as well? Please, please do. Please do. Does anyone else judge the fuck out of someone for the type of stickers they have on their vehicle? Yes. Often, yeah. All every Talk day about- when I'm driving. And where? And where? Not just what, but where? Yeah. So, 
here in my apartment complex, some some young airman. He, he's young, so he all right, he gets a partial partial pass on this. He'll grow up. Has a really beautiful probably Hyundai. Not. Probably not. Has a has a really beautiful Hyundai Genesis, but the it's the coupe, the fast one, beautiful shade of blue. Uh, except he had the hood vinyl wrap with some anime titty girl bullshit. What? Yeah, I'll, I'll track in the no, pictures. No, 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 no. You got a vinyl. You got a vinyl wrap. Yeah, it was a vinyl wrap with some anime titty girl. He paid money for that. Yeah. And it wasn't just some. I mean, if it was just some clapped out Civic, okay, I get it. Whatever. He's, you're still you're still weird, but oh, but now, now that was like a nice. $50,000 car. And now I want to re-download Tinder just so I can swipe through to see if I can find this guy. He does you know, feminine sort of the douchebag you know, status. You know his profile picture is him leaning against that car. I, I have a couple you of other sticker t- I have a couple other sticker types I want to talk about. But here Becky, well. here's the problem. If he's six foot six, 260 pounds of lean muscle with broad shoulders, you're in trouble. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to look right past that car. I'm no, going to I'm going to key the car so that the vinyl gets ruined. That's what I'm going to do. Ruthless. And then right, I'm going to go and then I'm going to put my own vinyl on it of my boobies. So, I'm going to talk some major <laughs> shit about some some people right now. I'm going to make weird. some judgments, but I need to be completely transparent with you our one listener. I do have a sticker on my car. It's 2 inches by 3 inches, and it's just a dumb quote from Jeremy Clarkson about turbochargers. That's it. I have a Turbo Civic. I thought the quote was amusing. Slapped it on there. Two inches by three inches. But if you have a, and I don't care what the team is, if you have, oh God, this might make Becky hate me. If you have a sticker of your sports team's logo covering the majority of your rear window, even that perforated one that you can see through, you're a fucking asshole. You have a coexist sticker. You know, you're a little too full of yourself. If you have a political bumper sticker on there and the election's over, take Hold that on, shit I take off. Your notes. <laughs> <laughs> Go a little we bit. We know slower. you vote. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a really old political bumper sticker, like this one Corolla I used to pass on my morning commute every now and then that had a Clinton Gore bumper sticker on it. Nice. Oh no. <laughs> really faded, but you can still see it. You're an asshole. If uh, you have any sort of gun stickers on there for manufacturers. Congrats, your vehicle's going to get broken into and ransacked. What about the family stickers? You're just letting the murderer know how many people are in your home and whether or not they get to deal with a dog. Oh. Wow. I didn't think about not that. Not the dog. If you, if, if, you, if you have one of those stickers where, oh, this is my family and it's silhouettes of weapons. You're fucking douchebag. Okay, here's here's my next question. Are you ready for this? Oh, one? girls like tr- oh, gir- big tr- trucks are for girls. They're for fucking everybody. Don't be don't don't be that way. Come okay. on. Oh no. What about Brando, you're starting to sound what like about, the guy wearing the LBGTQ shirts? What about the like in memorial stickers that take up the I whole entire God, back? Any of you, if any of you people ever do that for me, I will fucking haunt you. You people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. I Those think it's a out. disrespectful way to remember somebody. Yes. Again, I don't. I I just don't know um, the ones that like. I can imagine being on there for maybe a like short the little ones. Yeah, the little ones are yeah. okay, but not the 
Huge. The ones that are huge are a little hard for me to relate to. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's more. There's more. The 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 26.2 I ran a marathon ones. You're a fucking narcissist. Nobody cares. <laughs> if, if are you're they narcissist or are you just jealous that they ran a marathon? If if you have one that says <laughs> yes. if, if you have one that says zero point zero, you're an edgelord wannabe. Or if it says ack ack underneath, you're a Howard Stern fan and you loved Eric the Midget. Uh, Eric the actor, excuse me. Those ones, those yeah. ones bother me too. There are there, there, there are canceled. some exceptions though. I once saw a Honda Odyssey with a sticker on one of the rear windows that just simply said, "I used to be cool." <laughs> yeah, I look. I like sarcastic stuff. I I don't mind that. I don't. I I'm with oh, you was, on almost it was, everything. It was the only said. thing on there. I I used I still like some, but most of them I, I'm not army I'm mom not with. No one cares. I also think you have to be like a little off to put it right on your fucking bumper, like your painted bumper yeah. or your paint. Like I, I, I see that. And I, I just, I, eh, I don't, I don't, I do not understand. I mean, for that. all I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are just static clings. If oh, you're I got not another a total one. Idiot. I got another one. Are you ready? Okay, all right, all right. The fake gunshot holes. Oh yeah. Then they, you're just, you, Where's the ratatata? <laughs> that was a perfect time for the drop. Why, 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 for the that first, drop. why is it the first thing I thought of was Chevy Malibu? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a, 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 a old used Suzuki Samurai. That's got those fucking bullet holes. In what the about that sticker? It. Those stickers that say, "Oh, if 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 you're gonna ride my ass, at least pull my hair." Come on, girl. You, you, you're, still you're, funny. You're, you're, you're a little That's classier okay. than that. Come That's on. Okay. I, I gotta go take that, that one too. off my car right now. Sorry, Brando. That's Oops. I forgive you. <laughs> Oops. I, I did see uh, a really amusing one in the work parking lot as I later as I later learned it's uh, a catchphrase from a murder podcast. It just says stay sexy, don't get murdered. Yeah. Which is you know, I which is just solid life advice. It's, it's Look, also I book. love that. again. Make me laugh. If you're gonna make me read it, make me laugh. Right? Well, I don't. I don't. It's like to... on the like on the Gilmore Girls when she was like, "Oh, oh we're making I a Gilmore always Girls call... reference." Yeah, <laughs> you have a girl on your show now. There's gonna be Gilmore Girls references where she's now, like, they're... "Oh, I got stuck in traffic <laughs> because it said honk if you love scuba dra- diving, so I honked, and then they went slow. Like it's like that." Let me tell you something. The 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 two words that popped into my head when you said Gilmore Girls was suburban and white. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew exactly where you were coming from. That's so so I've got, got a few things to finish up. There's There was something I thought about doing to my 2017 Civic hatchback, but I thought better of it because I really wanted to, I almost got a, bought a custom license plate for him that says this Civic identifies as a Type R. But I slept on it and thought that was kind of shitty. Right. Yeah. I listen. I actually, I, uh, you know, for, for anybody who's been listening since the beginning, one of my close friends and favorite guests was Ray. And ever since that point in time, I come up with things that I wonder if they're funny and I have to go to Brooke and be like, is that shit funny? Or am I being an insensitive asshole? It should be like <laughs> insensitive asshole. I mean, okay, okay, I got it. It's funny. I asked my direct supervisor the same thing a lot. 
And she, well, because, just, she always just tells me if you have to ask you another question. <laughs> well, and so here's the thing, right? You're going to answer. Excuse me. Isn't it kind of like, isn't that kind of about exposure? Like when you get around people and you know their humor, they kind of have some autonomy to be able to make the joke and not have it be perceived uh, in such a sensitive way. But if you're not in that, that small group, if you're not in the circle of trust and you try to crack one of those jokes off as a stranger, it's just fucked up, right? You can't. Then they're not meant to be your friends anyway. Well, I mean, right. That's going to be about timing, right? (laughs) That's not, you don't just, I mean, I mean, really it's such a weird um, etiquette and comedy's hard. I mean, comedy takes, you got to be on somebody's wavelength if you, to think they're funny most of the time, you know, and, Brando, Brando's humor, just like mine, has been uh, kind of like we're 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 kind of like Doctor Drew, man. We've been sort of uh, warped by the your mom's house community and the humor that comes from that whole dark realm of Tom Segura's subconscious. <laughs> because of one of their recent live shows, I, I I viewed, I have seen a video of someone pulling off their own severely frostbitten big toe. Delicious. Comedy. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and right, like the, the funny thing is is that Becky could watch that while eating chips and dip and be like weird. Yeah. Right. Whereas me, yeah. I would never be able to eat grapes again. <laughs> I haven't been able to eat Hollandaise sauce since I saw the video on the of the woman popping her own vaginal cyst. Somebody put that on the internet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's part of their show, man. That's part of the shit they get into. And it is rough. We're going a little long here. I'll explain to you after we're done recording. I'm just going to give you guys a brief summary about the worst offenders, though, in terms of the cars. Okay. Okay. It's what I call the info warrior rides. Beautifully said. Love it. So you you already have a mental image. I do. I do, too. And the, but yeah. just so pe- just in case people don't know, Infowars, as in Alex Jones, conspiracy and, theory, crazy right. things. These people interdimensional are space schizoph- aliens. People yeah. are actually schizophrenic. I just love seeing those around, and I love seeing them in parking lots, so I could take a moment to just read the insanity. Yeah, you <laughs> know this makes me feel better about my life. You know those my guys all talk like worse. Fed smoker. Talk to my teeth. <laughs> the most fun info warrior rides these days are the ones talking about Trump's eventual return to the White House before the end of the year. Those are really cool. August. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm having really Isn't bad that? flashbacks to my ex. <laughs> You're like, those are half the dates I've been on. Oh my god. Chemtrails are turning the frogs gay. Planet, <laughs> Planet X. Uh. <laughs> Earth is flat. Do your research, sheep. You've been following me, pal? Huh? So funny. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm with you, man. Those, those, uh... <laughs> Again, people That's... like that are also why I sometimes, I often carry a gun when I leave the house. Yeah, okay, so now we're starting to build a case for your weapon carrying, man. You're right. Bruger's is looking suspicious now. That, that dude's gonna get in his old Monte Carlo from the 80s that's got like really nice rims on it. <laughs> he's gonna take no, out of no, no. He's got the he's got the spinning rims that are twenty dollars at Walmart. That's what he oh, has. Oh the on plastic his Monte- yeah. yeah, with one that's that don't work because it Monte got a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, that's a good place to end it. That's a good place to end it. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, man. That's so funny. Oh, that was good. Thank you, Brando. Thank oh, you, Becky. Brando, I am golf fun. clapping the shit out of that right now. I'm going to give some applause for sure. Well done. I'm glad my yeah. curmudgeonly observations and music very, very amazing. Very can amazing. entertain you. you so much. Oh. Wow. Well, well, another great show, another good time. Keep following, keep joining us, like the show, subscribe. We hope you like it. We hope you subscribe. It, and I, I've already talked about it a couple of times, but uh, check us out at the Ruminations Radio Network.com. I uh, hope you guys have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Bye, Becky. Bye. And remember, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, don't be weird. Don't be weird like that guy in the grocery store. Just be normal. Yeah, stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Exactly. Good advice. Ask grass or cash. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> Bad Becky. Batty Becky. <laughs> Love it. Bye, guys. This is a break. This is a break for Mitch. Yeah. There you go. That was really good. That should be the commercial. That's, uh, he's going to leave it in. The year is 2043. You're playing fantasy football. It is championship week. You're trying to set your lineup and you don't know what to do. Robert Griffin IV and his top target, Will Fuller VI, have carried you all season. But they're facing a London Jaguars team that has the top defense in the league. Your other quarterback is a 66-year-old Tom Brady who's playing against the much more manageable Toronto Bengals. So you turn to Nick and Elijah of the 25 Yards Later podcast, a production of Sports Obsessive and Ruminations Radio Network. Be a champion. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.